when the shit goes down. I'm gonna keep yeah, no, fucking with this. No, Tell me about a, out a while. No, so it's a movie that stars um, uh, the people in Outcast. It stars you know Big Boy and Andre Three Thousand, uh, and it's like a it's a movie. Um, and they made like the soundtrack for it and a bunch of other stuff. But yeah, it's a musical that they made. It's like super good. Like what? Was it on like Adult? It sounds like a thing that'd be on Adult Swim. Was that on Adult no, Swim? No, no. Like it was like a uh, like a like a theatrical film. Like it made uh, looking here made like twelve million at the box what? office. Yeah, and and it's I, like this bluesy. And uh, I've never this, heard of this movie. Apparently not. Okay, cool. I had to make yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time with that. Guy. Oh wait a minute, no, nah, Daniel, this is your favorite movie. This isn't Dewey uh, Cox, El Dorado, or no, yeah, or, I guess it would be between Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, story. or Road to El Dorado. But I don't want to get back into Road to El Dorado jokes. Uh, yeah. Speaking of jokes, I was doing at work. Um, yes, <laughs> that was last. That was the last break the banks thing. Yes, um, was. I was doing a different joke at work this week of, Ooh. and it was a, it was a weird one, but I like to do jokes to make my boss uncomfortable. Naturally. And so my, my one I was doing this time was just, I would, I would sing that I'm about to fuck something. I'd say like one of the ones like I'm about to fuck a Wolverine, but not the one from X-Men. <laughs> Cause if I fucked the one from X-Men, he might yeah. tear me in half with his big bone claws. Mm-hmm. And I just did that with different X-Men. And so it went a little something. Like, I'm about to fuck a Cyclops. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yo, that was the first one I did was, I'm about to fuck a Cyclops, but not the one from X-Men. Because if I fuck the one from X-Men, if I knock his glasses off, he might shoot my head. And, <laughs> and it was that was it. And I just did it for like the last hour that he was at work. <laughs> I also did... I'm about to fuck a Nightcrawler, but not the one from X-Men. Because if I fuck the one from X-Men, we might teleport inside a secret facility. Um, <laughs> so so if, you're, if you're having sex with Nightcrawler and he teleports, like maybe yeah. he's, about to, he's about to come and he just does it involuntarily. Do you teleport... <laughs> Like, do you teleport with him, or do you stay where you are? No, I'm pretty he- sure in the movies, if he's if he's holding on to the person, which I really hope he would be holding on to me if we were making sweet love, I yes. feel really, I feel really let down if he was just like hands off, like he felt like he had to. I don't want that kind <laughs> of relationship with Nightcrawler. Um, That's true. And so instead of instead of having to deal with all that stress, instead I just fuck a worm. <laughs> it's just a, just a regular worm. But not the regular worm from X-Men. No, yeah, yeah. Well, because a Nightcrawler is just a worm. So I'm not going to fuck yeah. the Nightcrawler from X-Men. I'm just going to have sex with a worm. Like, a, just a regular worm. Because, you know, I don't want to... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm about to fuck a Storm, but not the one from X-Men. Because if I fuck the one from X-Men, I might get struck by lightning. Wait, and that one's funny. Because <laughs> that's one that can happen in either. And yes. I like that one a lot. <laughs> then I do really weird ones like, I'm about to fuck a Mystique, but not the one from X-Men. Because if I fuck the one from X-Men, I won't really know if I'm fucking Mystique. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the only issue is you don't Yeah, really the only know. issue is I'm not sure if that's really her. She could be anybody. <laughs> I would be more afraid, like, personally, is if while I was having sex with Mystique, she transformed into me. Um, that would probably freak me out the most. 
I mean, it depends. It depends. Like if if I started having sex with Mystique and it's mm-hmm. like vaginal, and yep. as I'm having sex with her vaginal, she then transforms into me. That that freak me out, cause cause I don't have one, mm-hmm. and so that means that I guess that now my penis is just destroyed. <laughs> Just right? straight gone. Yeah, yeah just straight, gone. like, just... Cause I, but the thing is, I don't know how powerful her transforming ability is. Like, I, does it have the strength to, if a thing is inside, it can just slice it off? Or would I it be to. just, she couldn't grow my dick because my my penis like is she, where it, it, does, it ought it's to does, be. Does, it's, it does Mystique uh, Does it just fit, do as the, much as it can? Yeah, or does, or does Mystique adhere to the, the rules set up in Full Metal Alchemist where you can't create matter, and so she ultimately has to be the same rough amount of mass? No, because cause the thing is, Mystique is, she can create matter because she's just blue naked all the time, but mm-hmm. she can make clothes. Like, she can okay, that's like, true. have clothes appear and, like, hats and shit. Like, she can do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fuck Professor Xavier, but not the one from X-Men. Just a guy named Professor Xavier. He's a professor. Because if I fuck the one from X-Men, he might know that I'm not that into him. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he'd be able to see into your mind. Yeah, he could read my mind. <laughs> but, you know, I'll be, like, honestly, if he gets into the, what is, what is the, the fucking thing? The Abstergo? It's not, but sure, it's the Abstergo. What is it? The oh, What is the name of is the, the cerebellum, the cerebris, the... The, the, the the chrome dome. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. Yes. Good old chrome dome. I, I like Professor Xavier. You know what? I would fuck the one from X-Men. Still wouldn't be into it, but I would do it. I have to think, like, if, if I'm if I am in a uh, long-term committed uh, romantic relationship with Mystique, and it's also very sexual, do I have to feel bad about fantasizing about other people, given that, like, her whole ability thing? Um, it's also the cerebro, uh, but yeah, dude, it's, I don't think you would, I don't think, I mean, in I mean, any you situation, don't, you don't have to, to yeah, because, yeah, no point you know, that I have to, but like, yeah. it's, well, it but, depends, like, what side are you on? Because in, in the X-Men universe, there are mm-hmm. X-Men and there are humans. Are you one of the one that's a little bit more iffy of just like, well, they have power. Shouldn't they be like under control or at least under me? And you know, <laughs> are you that type? What's your deal? Like, I, like how you think you would handle uh, politically, I am a, uh, I, I am a, uh, a freedom for mutants, uh, thing, you know, that you don't choose to be a mutant and they also shouldn't be second class citizens. However, sexually, mm. um, I also, uh, I'm, uh, a bit lazier. And so I would probably not have, uh, mutants be under me in that situation either. Gotcha. So you yeah. just don't want to be on top in any regard, like nah. in terms of a race or in terms of sexually. <laughs> Yeah, nah, uh, not ideal for me. But that's I, not, that's I think a, you know, honestly, I would because the thing about Mystique, and and I don't know if if you know this about, I um, certainly don't. Various amounts of X Men porn, mm-hmm. um, is that I'm glad when I already said that draw porn of Mystique. Yeah, they usually just keep her blue or have her like halfway transformed. I think the blue naked is like one of the reasons it's really hot. Mm. Um, and so like. So the maybe it's like in most of the movies, anybody that likes Mystique when she's like gonna transform, they're just like, hey, you know, you don't gotta do that or whatever, because you know I like blue just the way you are. (laughs) What can blue do for you? 
Uh. <laughs> and it's just almost anything. Um, and here's my favorite thing because because okay. the way Mystique works, whenever I'm looking at any kind of, and now you can do it with anything in the Disney canon at this point. It's true. Just any kind of Disney porn, any kind of porn that would be owned by Disney. Um, you can just assume that any of the characters are Mystique, or at least one of them. Yeah, so one of them at a time. Yeah, one Actually, of them at a time. So if it's like Finn from Star Wars, um, and he's fucking uh, Poe. Darth who? Poe Po Dameron. Dameron. Okay. Or Darth Vader. That'd be interesting. Because, <laughs> um, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's 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 Disney. They can do weird stuff. Kingdom Hearts is nothing but a bunch of crossovers, so why, can't, why couldn't... Why can't Finn have you know, sex why with can't, Why can't Finn have sex with Darth Vader? Uh, here's why. Because one of them's a mystique. I don't know <laughs> if it's Finn. I don't know if it's Darth Vader. Dark Vader. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, wow. See, I, I think like, the... I think I think the more interesting thing though, like if if I'm in a thing, if I'm having you know a long time relationship with Mystique, is actually if it's not like ex- excluding the whole sexual aspect of the relationship, just romantically, is she mad if I fantasize about other people? Given that she can be those other people, I guess it would come down to like no, if I. I mean, if I, I think that if I think the only time she would get probably a little self-conscious because. You know, to fantasize, it's mm-hmm. it's its own whole thing. Some people yeah. are even into it. But if you just straight up asked her, you just said, hey, listen, I love you and all, and I like you for who you are, but would you would you change for me? And you're never supposed to ask the person you're in a relationship True. to change yeah. who they are for you, especially when it is just for fucking... Yeah, when it's <laughs> just for the whole sex part. Yeah, like fantasy, that's whatever, because you're always coming back to mystique. But if you just are literally like, yo, Mystique, what's out in brown fuck like? Get that going. <laughs> <laughs> like, give I, me some I, of them good eats. I wanna- I, <laughs> that's funny. I feel like I would I would feel like I wasn't trying hard enough when Mystique wanted to do role play type stuff. Because she could just, like, and she's like, oh, okay, I'm the schoolgirl. And then she's like a, a perfectly executed schoolgirl costume. I'm like, oh, I'm a professor, and I'm just wearing my one dressy jacket that yeah, I have. Yeah, you're in your wheelchair. You yeah, got your... <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like my costume for the role play is not at the same level as Mystique's. And so I'm, I, I you know. pretty lazy X-Men. You can, you can do some of the lazier ones. Well, I mean, I wouldn't want to just do X-Men because she has to go to work with them. That's going to make a whole weird vibe for her. And again, I think, I, it, I think it depends on which which version of Mystique you're you're going with. Because I don't yeah. think she's actually in the X-Men. I think she's she's kind of a, a middle ground. You know, I kind of come and go as I please. Yeah, no, yeah it I depends on the version. Like yeah, in the, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, whichever version you get, you're supposed to be happy with and never ask her to change. Ever, ever. Yeah. Ever, this ever. is why that's not that. Uh, this is a podcast. And just to tie it all back around, uh, never, ever, forever, ever, forever, ever. There we go. There, full, yeah. full circle. Got uh, back to Outcast. <laughs> this is good. All right, Drew. Uh, this is why that's not that. Yeah, it's the, it's the podcast where, um, oh man, hold on. I found, uh, I was looking at our description on mm-hmm. Facebook recently, uh, and there it is. So on our about there, I have I described the show as life is filled with choices. On why that's not that, Dan and Drew attempt to justify. No, that's not what I said. That's wrong. <laughs> Aren't uh, you just reading? 
<laughs> yeah, no, you would think what that. What are you messing up uh, here? Yeah, it's, uh, it was on, because like Facebook pages asked me to, you know, pay to advertise the show and whatever. Mm, gotcha, and just gotcha. one of them had a summary and it was, we all make choices. Why this, not that, attempts to find out why that is. And that's just such a... <laughs> I love that. It's really good. Just, why do we? Why do people make decisions ever? Just what's up with that, huh? Yeah, and my favorite thing is like, that's not even that accurate. No. Because it's, it's, we, we don't get to pick the choice we make. Is that mentioned on the Facebook? Uh, in that blurb? No, it wasn't. Beautiful. It wasn't. Don't yeah. change it. That's great. Throw that on a hat. Yeah, buddy. I want to wear a hat that says people make decisions. Why that's not that looks to decide why we do that. Yeah, just looks to find out why. What's up with that, huh? Good Gorgon's eyes. Turn me to stone. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we have four people new to the show, which is, uh, I don't know, some of you. Uh <laughs> Uh, what we do here is uh, every day in your life you got to make a choice. Uh, sometimes it's something as simple as uh, why are you know you, you choose a red tie, not a blue tie. Sometimes it's you drive into your parking spot and not through the wall of the place you work. And so we like to uh, force those decisions upon one another and then see you kind of work out why you would choose which one over the other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm Daniel. Uh, and I am Drew. Uh, oh, we have a we have a theme song. Uh, yeah, I actually have got already theme. brought up. Where do we like to put our little thing? Like in a minute. Um, let's see. It's the yeah. It's uh yeah. For the intro, it's like right at one minute. All right, I got it there. You let me know. Count me down. Count me down. Uh, five, four, three, two, one. Wow. You know, I'm probably gonna just have it be playing. Uh, wherever it syncs up. Um, and by look, I mean, I guess, listen. <laughs> um, <laughs> good call. Uh, on, on his thing while this plays for like a good, like, just couple seconds. Uh, one of the guys came here from a Magic Gathering video to check out his music. I didn't know that somebody was using his song for Magic. Yeah, magic. I, I also had no idea. That's really cool. Do you think he plays? Do you think maybe we could play Magic with this guy? Perhaps, hey, uh, uh, Jack, that's the, that's the guy's first name. If you're listening to this, just let me know or let us know if you play Magic. That'd be cool for us to know. Yeah, um, we'll play over Skype or we'll go wherever you are. Where are you from? Let me click on Canada. your thing. Ooh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, oh, <but> Jack. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going all the way over there. No offense to Canada, but I'm poor. I'm a poor boy. I can't. I can't afford to fly you down here. I'm more of a poor boy than the sandwich. Um, mm-hmm. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I said it, and I immediately hate it. Well, that's uh, this episode, this week's episode, of course, the topic here is fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and get right to it. Uh, as you, as our uh, dutiful fans who listen to every episode uh, will recall, the lead-in for this week's is uh, man. I'm I'm segueing into this so awkward. Uh, this is fashion week. Here we go. This not there. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, this fashion is, week. Yeah, this is yeah, here we go. This is WTNT Fashion Week, um, and of course, our starting question, which I asked last week to segue us all the way in, is for you, Daniel. And uh, for the context here, you are a uh, fashion designer. Mm-hmm. You want the clothes that you make to be both stylish and wearable and comfortable, so that the people will wear them and also look good while doing it. Yes. And so, with that in mind, Daniel. Uh, uh, the question I have for you is why form 
not function. Okay, and and so form is how the thing looks, function how the thing is. It's how like it physically wears yeah, and yeah. Okay, well here's it has the pockets. Um, if I am a fashion designer, mm-hmm. um, which I am in this scenario, I yes. I want to make sure that my things are are uh, easy to pick out. Yeah. Okay. And so the way that um, a lot of the amateurs, like like Calvin Klein and uh, Gucci, <laughs> like those two, Cal- yeah. they Calvin just, Klein and they, Calvin just Gucci. they just think, hey, I'm just gonna throw a name onto my thing. This is a regular shirt. Here's a name on it. The thing mm-hmm. about me is that my name is just Daniel. It's a very mm-hmm. average name, not very impressive. Um, and I have my name on a couple of hats, and nobody has bought them. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so if I really want to get noticed, if I truly want to be a fashion designer, I'm going to have to do something to 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 stick out from the crowd because my name <laughs> means God is my judge, but that's in the biblical sense of what my name means. Just yeah, that's what it means in the Bible. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, in the fashion I don't world. want that attached to my fashion because then people are going to be like, "Oh, it's clothes <laughs> only for Christians or for like really snarky atheists," and I'm like, "No, I don't want." I don't want anyone snarky wearing my clothes. I don't want either <laughs> of those people. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't support that. Um, so what? What I would want to do is I'd I'd want to do things that people would regularly wear. Like I want people to have a belt, but I want the belt to be a buckle at the same time. So what I want okay. it to be is just a big chunk of metal, with with like the little bit of metal where the belt would go through to keep it on. But that's uh-huh. the whole thing. And, and so it's the whole gonna, belt. Yeah, people are going to look at that, and you know what they're going to think? They're going to say, wow, man, that guy sure is wearing a lot of buckles on that one belt. And they're like, oh, yeah, you think so? This is the belt. <laughs> There's technically zero buckles on here, you dummy. And they go, yes. oh, shit. Yeah, that, and that's the main way I would design my clothes is I would have it make it look like it was a different piece of clothing than it actually was. I would have mm-hmm. a jacket that's designed to look like a backpack. But it isn't. It is. It is just. I have skin-colored sleeves, and then the hood that hangs from the jacket is designed to where, when it's folded down, it looks mm-hmm. like just like the kind of shitty backpack you take to a concert. And so, and people look at it and they say, "Oh, that guy is shirtless, and he is wearing just one of those stupid I'm going to a concert things." And it's like, "No, you idiot! This is a jacket. I'm wearing more clothes than I ever have." And the people are gonna go, "Shit." That's pretty funny. That's a funny thing you did there. Um, and I don't know if you know this, Drew, um, but but comedy jokes are pretty popular right now. What with all of um, with now that Louis C.K. is dead, <laughs> um, somebody else has to come to the forefront. You think function is funny? Function's not funny. <laughs> the way that a thing works isn't comedy. Uh, absurdity yeah. is comedy. If you see um, a hat, but it looks like a helmet, but it's really a hat. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Because if you were to wear it on a bike, people would think you're safe, but you're not. You're not safe at all. It's just a 10-gallon <laughs> hat that looks like a helmet. And, and people, idiots, mind you, would would yes. look at that and they would eat it up. They would eat those dumb jokes. I've seen people buy dumb jokes. I bought dumb jokes. I, I buy that kind of garbage on the daily. I have a belt buckle that that is that is um oh what do you call those things um belts hmm belts yeah oh yeah no I, yeah i have a belt buckle but it just looks like mm-hmm. a smaller belt 
<laughs> oh, that's that's amazing. No, I don't actually have that, but that's an example of a dumb thing an idiot would buy. And and people like novelty items. I don't know if you've ever bought like a big wiener looking thing at Spencer's, but they're still in business. <laughs> like like yeah, there's the stuff in the back that has a function, but very few people buy those. People are you like, "Oh man, I want a gift card that looks like vagina lips." What are you going to do with that? (laughs) You probably use it at a Spencer's. I doubt it's like for a... You mail it to your grandma, she dies, and then... I I highly doubt that Spencer's has like a Kroger situation where they sell other stores gift cards, but they have like the Spencer's aesthetic. So I was like, okay, this is like a Taco Bell gift card. gift cards, and I meant like like a a card you would give as a gift, as in like like happy birthday. (laughs) It is a gifted card, not a gift card. But I bet a Spencer's gifts gift card would probably still look like vagina lips. I don't know. I don't, I don't shop there. Um, but um, I will tell you this too, because I actually had an answer planned um, for if the question was just form over function. Uh, yeah. Until you specifically said I was a fashion designer, I was going to do the argument of, have you ever watched Dragon Ball Z? Uh, Yamcha and Krillin and Tien never get new forms but they always have slightly different functions. They always okay. learn slightly new techniques, and you know what happens to them? They die. They die, yeah. <laughs> they die often. All Goku and Vegeta and all of the Saiyans do is just say, oh, look at my hair. I have a yeah. new form. Look at how different I look. And then bam, you yeah. sell three million copies of whatever your shittiest game is, and that's yeah. like the whole deal. You know what's a great thing? Um, so Gucci clothes, I think, are, it, no, no one is accusing Gucci of having very high-function clothes. They're definitely on the uh, more form side. Because uh, you mentioned fashion designer names. Mm-hmm. The guy who founded Gucci, his name is literally Gucci o Gucci. For <laughs> this real? Fucking, for real. This fucking Mario yeah, Mario-ass no, that's, that's, dude. <laughs> what, that's Gucci o Gucci, and then you got Gucci Calvin Klein, and then I'm just Daniel. I got a lame-ass idiot name. Maybe if you change it to Daniel O. Daniel, you would have a better I'm going to change it to Captain O. Captain and do a fucking <laughs> Dead Poet Society. I'm going to do a line of Dead Poet Society clothes. Um, <laughs> which, if you ever seen the movie, like, it's mostly just form it's, it's sort because of the kids start doing bad in school and, and rethinking their life. So definitely not function. Yeah, no, not at all. And then also Gucci if Gucci. another joke I had was just forms you can write on and sign in and functions are a thing that you have to solve and that's annoying. Um, so there you go. There's a bunch we, of different answers. We have all the potential timelines of this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. which is important for episode 13 time. Where we explore the yes. different one of the different timelines for this episode, um, uh huh. But my question, Drew. What the yes. All f- these questions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see. What do we got here? What do we got here, Marty? Yep, we got a, we got quite a few submissions for this one. Which I is good. Really like this one. <laughs> I like this one from Lenny. I'm gonna go ahead and ask this one. Um, okay. <laughs> Drew. Yes. Um, say you're coming over to hang out at my house. Okay. And, and you're coming over and you're hanging out with me and my mom and, and my, and my dad and my brothers, we all still live there and and they know you're coming over. Um, and they really want to set a good impression. 
Um, okay, so this is like the first time I've been yeah, over. This is the then, first time you've ever okay. been over, and I'm and I'm and and my and everyone's preparing. We're cleaning the house. Everyone's getting ready, and you you walk in the door, um, <laughs> and and you know, and I'm sitting there. I got my sweater vest, and my mom has my sweater vest, and everybody's all wearing the same sweater vest except for my dad, who's just asshole naked, and except for one thing. <laughs> Uh, is that you notice that he does have, uh, and it's not even like a bright red. It is just, it yeah. is a, a close to skin tone pink, but you can tell that it's there, uh, lipstick on his face. Um, so with that, I have to ask, <laughs> just concerned, why does my dad wear lipstick and not anything else? <laughs> this question is from Linton Lees. <laughs> bonk, bonk, bonk. Here we go. Yeah, that way it'll accidentally re-ask this question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, a lot of them are like this. Um, here's the thing. Uh, your your dad wants to set an impression, and he knows I'm a very discerning individual. You got to do a lot to get my attention. Uh, hmm. And and and, I, and as you've established, it's you're wearing your sweater vest. Your mom's wearing your sweater vest. I'm to assume the rest of your family is wearing your sweater vest. So. There's there's clearly there's a uniformity that you and the rest of your family have adopted, and he wants to you know uh, shake it up a bit, uh, yeah. catch the eye, <laughs> yeah, my know, my dad, uh, and pull the attention, and and there's there's very little uh, that is going to be more eye catching than a middle aged man completely nude except for some lipstick. Um, now the reason that he went with lipstick instead of I mean he had a lot of options that weren't yeah, your sweater vest to uh, wear. Like um, between all the clothes in his closet, um mm. all of the clothes in all of our <laughs> closets, he had, or he just had a nothing lot more at all options than that. Yeah. 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 And just or just again, just absolutely nothing, but he did the he did the little bit of because if he wore absolutely nothing, got to be honest, my assumption would be that he just wasn't prepared. Uh, so he had to put on the lipstick. That way it's intentional that he has nothing else on. That wasn't just like, oh, I didn't think you were going to be here this soon. And so I didn't have anything on. And then, was, well, here's the thing. Oh, you walk through the door yeah. and we're all standing in front of the fireplace, our arms around each other. Like we're posing for like a, like a family <laughs> portrait shot. Yeah. Um, and we actually are. Yeah. There's a camera set up for the okay. picture. Would yes. that change your mind in any way? <laughs> Is your father also in the group with, ready for the uh, ready for the picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's there. We're all posing and we we're all smiling. And you walk through the door and we say, "Welcome, Drew." Except I'm crying. All in yeah. unison. Yeah. Except you're crying. Uh, your mom's in your sweater vest. Your brother is in your I sweater vest. Your other brother's in your point. sweater vest. Yeah. But enough <laughs> yeah, about me. Let's talk about my asshole naked dad. <laughs> uh, well, in 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 that context, it's important. <laughs> Uh, to to show your true colors in a family photo yeah. and let everyone because that's a celebration of the family mm-hmm. dynamic and so it's important to to establish even like if I just come in and I see this family photo I need to know just by looking at it that your mother you and your three brothers are one gestalt singular entity and your father is his own man who no, doesn't that's the live thing. by society He's not his own man because literally everyone else in the family wears the pants in the relationship <laughs> my dad. <laughs> My dad doesn't wear well, anything. He well, here's the thing by 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 flexing, you know, uh, socioeconomically on the entire family in the way mm-hmm. that he does, which to reiterate is wearing lipstick and nothing right. else. He is denied the pants of having any actual oh, social yeah, they, power, yeah, they, of having any yeah. social capital. 
And so really it's it's your dad wears lipstick and nothing else to show just how much of a strong feminist he is, uh, how much he wants to buck, you know, social trends and all that. And so he and and, and he can't do that just when it's convenient, you know, so he has to make sure he's also uh, 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 reflecting those views in family yeah. portraits whenever he needs to make a first impression on his son's friend. Uh, and sometimes when you go to TGI Fridays as a family, you know, he has to make sure he's always on yeah. that. Note. Um, a disclaimer, we would never, ever go to TGI Fridays. <laughs> if, if we have control over naked dad or not, family or not, no, yeah. no individual members of my family would ever go to TGI Fridays. No, that's fair. I also would not. Well, this is a hypothetical um, podcast. So yes, we all go to TGI Fridays. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not get them take that um (laughs) and um at the end of the year for our new year's eve gift to our listeners uh we will buy a ten dollar gift card to tgi friday to send out to one of our lucky listeners (laughs) i sincerely hope that ten dollars is not enough to get anything of uh of value from a tgi friday's (laughs) It's just the minimum. There's you can buy. no money you could pay to get anything of value at TGI Fridays. <laughs> and they actually know that it's it's a part of the whole and, thing. Oh, that would um, be a great gimmick. And I bet there's restaurants that do that. It's not TGI Fridays, though. <laughs> All right. Um, this next question, mm. Daniel, uh, is. Uh, Who's do I want? We got we had a lot of good ones uh, this week, and a lot of one, a lot of good ones. Um, okay, is that the one I want to do? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> All right, yes. um, this one, Daniel. Uh, uh, the context I want, uh, I want to give mm-hmm. for you. Um, Hmm. I, when would you choose between these two things? Uh, the context. Uh, this is this question is from friend of the show, uh, Paige Hanson. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Paige. Um, the context I want to add to this. Um, it's you are you're choosing what the bottom half of your superhero outfit is, and you are a you're a Wonder Woman, Supergirl type. Um, and you're, you know, you're doing the very important bit that all superheroes do, uh, where they establish what their, you know, superhero uniform right. is going to be before, uh, they go and do the thing. And so, uh, the, the question that Paige asks is why thigh highs and not sky high. And, and again, so this is, uh, you were, you are, you have chosen to use thigh high boots as the lower half of your outfit and specifically not the the Disney Channel movie Sky for my High. outfit. Okay, for your outfit. well, here's the here here's one of the main reasons why I wouldn't want to wear 2005's cult classic hit Sky High, produced by Disney, directed uh-huh. by Mike Mitchell. Um, Sky High, <laughs> while while covering a lot of very good uh, teenage issues. That regularly occur yes. in in a in a in an adolescent's life in a spectacular way mm-hmm. does not cover a body yeah. um, in mm. in such ways. Um, now I know what you're gonna say. You're going uh, to say, mm. "Look, you got Kurt Russell. Could Kurt Russell not cover 
most of your body. And I'll tell you this, could Kurt Russell cover for the mediocre performances, which caused this film to only be rated <laughs> uh, with three stars on IMDb? Almost. Almost. Three stars <laughs> for what I'm assuming is like a, a was, was this an actual theatrical release? I really no, hope I would, not. it would have to be with Kurt Russell. There's no way that'd be a made-for-TV movie. It also has the original, um, the person who played the original. I one. don't know. I <laughs> uh, know it does have a. It, it did have a. It had a budget of and, thirty-five and million dollars and a box office million, which is good. It, it did make more yeah. than than it than they spent on it, but <laughs> yeah, that is That's just, just math. math, but not. Not really <laughs> as much as I feel a lot of Disney films are supposed to. Um, uh, <laughs> and and thigh highs, boots especially. And, you know, if, yeah. I, if, if I'm going to be a, a Wonder Woman-styled superhero, um, then it is important that I am strong and I am independent, but also that I'm not wearing sneakers, um, sandals, Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff doesn't fly. That <laughs> those mm-hmm. those. In fact, thinking <laughs> about it right now, the only comic book females with powers I can think of, none of them are mm-hmm. barefoot except like Poison Ivy. Like all of them wear boots that are at least mm-hmm. knee high. Yeah, and so if if I need to be that. Then I then I have to, and I want to be just a little bit better than than the knee high. So I want to go thigh high, and, and keep my thing. Up. Okay, so so it's related to how much. Yeah, yeah. Boot but the you thing is, is, if you is go too high up, to you end up being a villain. If if your boots are too high, and so so I don't want to be okay. a villain, but I want to be like I need to set myself apart from from the knee high boots uh, of some of your DC women. Mm. Well, well then. Well, then here's the thing, because you you did you did just point out that a lot of these super powered females in comics do wear boots of at least knee height. If you're trying to stand out, what is going to be more stand out than I assume DVD copies of the Disney film Sky High? Like no one has anything even close to that. So if you're trying to stand out, well, no, Sky, Sky High, High is going to help me stand out. But the thing about it is, uh, about being covered in just I'm guessing a. Uh, uh, yeah, just standard DVD, DVD copies. copies. I can't imagine it got a Blu-ray release. Um, and just standard quality DVD copies of Sky High all over my body. Mm-hmm. Um, people aren't going to think I'm a superhero. I, if, if I was to outright fly and land in front of them and shoot a goddamn tornado out of my fist when I punch, they would still look yes. at me. And they would go, I don't think so. I'm, I'm not convinced. What are you supposed to be? And I'm like, oh, I'm box office smash. And it's like, no, you're not. You only made a little over half of, half of your budget. That's, that's really not that impressive. You're not box office smash. You're not. Well, then how does... How does this change your answer? Sky High did indeed get a Blu-ray release. Oh, um... It could potentially work in a cyberpunk setting, but but okay. usually you just want to be a cyborg. Like I would, I wouldn't even like I'd just be wearing the discs, and nobody's gonna be close enough to to read that I'm covered in the discs of 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 Kurt Russell's uh, 2005 hit uh, superhero comedy film. 
um, sky high. It's a lot of being a hero is also them knowing that you're a hero. Uh, it well at least if you know if like I said if you're like a Wonder Woman Superman type because I mean like for Batman Batman's not a hero well, to and, save and people he's a hero thing. to punish. If I'm villains. going to be and this is important yeah. with with characters like Wonder Woman and Catwoman and all these is that once again it's all about the independence yeah. and and the and the power and you know just you know and a lot of them they're dressed sexy but people don't get mad at it because it's just like oh but they know that they're sexy so it's kind of whatever. And the thing yeah. about it is that if I am a superhero trying to be independent. Uh, sexy and and all of these things nothing seems less independent than by wearing um several thousands of copies of a disney promoted 2005 film russell film it's it's like oh you're not independent you are clearly backed (laughs) you are a walking commercial woman and I'm like, you land, and it's like, hello, I'm corporate shill. Hey, I'm, I'm here corporate to corporate shill yeah. for an abandoned, long forgotten movie. I was yeah. like, please, please, like I'm sexy, and like, no, you're rigid. You have you have rectangles covering your body. You have <laughs> you have no protection anywhere. You you will get killed by a bullet. <laughs> this is what mm-hmm. happens. I don't have <laughs> I don't have my my bulletproof high boots i'm just covered in copies of of and here's the thing though because because you know boots they can have all sorts of different properties you can probably have like thigh high like big old chain mail kind of shit they've Mm -hmm. they've never done a steel book for sky (laughs) they have (laughs) not done done a steel book for they have not done a steel book version of sky if if the if the the fandom for this blows up sort of like how it did for like Futurama and some other shows, you can absolutely get a quote Man of Steel book edition of this I won't. movie. It won't like, happen. I'm gonna call no, it right now. It I'm gonna call it in the year 2017 that the 2005 film Sky High Sky is High. not going to get a, a cult following or a huge uh, uptick in in viewers for mm-hmm. no reason it it isn't gonna happen i'm putting my foot down right there and fuck this movie <laughs> three stars be a little better or worse <laughs> like, come on matter matter in any regard <laughs> i bet the soundtrack was pretty good though uh- you know, uh, also fun fact about the way their universe works is you literally inherit superpowers from your parents. So like the main guy, he got super strength from his dad and the and flight from his mother, which means you could specifically like for, I don't know, like a military purpose, you can actually selectively breed people with superpowers and like get exactly the the type of powers you wanted someone to have. But that's in the gritty <laughs> reboot of Sky High. That's in the where where they have like it's a whole bunch of like eugenics uh, and like an evil villain. He's just selectively breeding different here. It's just like this really weird spinoff. I like uh, it. I like it. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this this next question comes from me, um, and I actually have okay. five Ooh. that I have saved. So I'm gonna let you pick one through five. Uh, f- uh, three. Just like the amount of stars that Scott <laughs> got good. that's rating. Okay. Uh, Drew. Here's the thing. You are working. You are working yes. at, at, like, say you're working in some kind of, like, a boiler room. And it's and it's getting hot. Okay. And 
And your boss, he is hounding on you. He is saying, hey, you need to make that thing really boil. <laughs> or, or, you know, all sorts of whatever they do when you're working at a, at a boiler room. And you're just, really and, you were, and you were just having a rough day. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and so you, you realize, hey, I need to, I need to, um, I need to maybe change out of my, my uniform because you're wearing just what I'm assuming uh, at this rate, and not even assuming, but what just is the case is like a yeah. hazmat suit, just in case okay. the boil was toxic, but it isn't, and you learn that now. And so you're hot and you're tired, mm. and you and your boss is just being so mean. And so when you were changing, why yeah. relaxed cut jeans, not cut me some slacks? Okay. So, not cut me some slacks. See, uh, here's the thing about all of the clothing that I buy. They all have these kind of cutesy uh, uh, names mm-hmm. to them. Um, I do know uh, that like about you. I, I have like, like I, I have steel-toed boot cuts, uh, you know, stuff you like that. You have Mama's Kisses um, scarves. Mama's Kisses scarves. I have... Itty-bitty uh, kitten heart. hat and glove. <laughs> uh <laughs> I have sweater. I hardly know where it's like. I got a lot of. Uh, I got a lot of available names. I <laughs> find them next to the vagina cards. Um, um, and and here's the thing: like relaxed cut jeans are uh, uh, like some of the best clothing you can wear. Like it, I I have some. Um, that I wear pretty often. I literally own two pairs of pants and I just rewear them because pants don't get dirty. <laughs> and so uh, I have I have a pair of relaxed cuts that are so relaxed cut that they actually have like elastic in the fabric of them. And so they are like stretchy blue jeans and they are the best article of clothing just to wear. And he's like, I get, I'm in a boiler room. This area is hot. It's humid. It's sweaty. I've been overworked. This guy's probably not paying me what I'm worth in this field, but I can, I can kind of let all that flow off if I'm in some relaxed cut jeans. Like, and I get, oh, now I'm more susceptible to the radioactive goop that I'm messing with. (laughs) Uh, but at least I'm comfortable. Like I, I'm fine with all the stress, all that imminent danger to my health and well-being, as long as I can at least be comfy. If he just, you know, if he just cuts me some slack, that gets rid of one of the things, but that doesn't help me with the toxic goop I'm dealing with, the hot temperatures. It just means my boss isn't on me as much. If I'm in some relaxed cut jeans, that that helps me out on just all on different all avenues, yeah, on yeah, all yeah. the different areas. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. then, and then. The to go back to your point, uh, I actually also only mm. own two pairs of jeans, and <laughs> they are yeah, yeah they more. are also just relaxed cut. <laughs> they're they're very nice, and <laughs> and I wear them frequently, especially now that it's getting a little colder. And if I was in a boiler room, and even even interpreting, cut me some slacks to be like a type of slacks that you could wear. Um, yeah. With them being cut me some, they sound a little more dangerous, uh, or they're frayed. Yeah, and if, if you have more frayed stress. slacks yeah. with like little strings dangling off, <laughs> and you're working in a boiler room, a toxic boiler room with a big toxic boss, you're you're probably gonna get you're probably <laughs> gonna get like hurt in a way. 
I won't pick yes. which one. I'm inviting pain. Yeah. Yeah, at that point, I'm inviting the hurt. Whereas, where I'm wearing some relaxed cuts, I'm just chilling out, man. I'm just having a good old time. <laughs> in, your, in your boiler room. That That is just apparently you by yourself and then a boss who is in the room with you yelling and is yeah. just also hot and uncomfortable and yeah. could do something else. But he's not. He's just always on me. But when I got my relaxed cut jeans, I don't give a damn about that. That's true. That's true. And Wrangler. Wrangler. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, here's uh, here's one of the, the questions. Uh, this question is from me. And this is um, this is actually I originally asked this as a as an example for the show way back in in episode four. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, Daniel, this one, I uh, the context I want to give is you are donating clothing to a homeless shelter or an otherwise charitable organization. You are. And you know they need it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also, for the sake of argument, you have the option to give either of these. Um, but the question I want to ask, again, uh, you're donating to a charitable organization. Right. They need all the help they can get, and you have the option to give either. And so with that in mind, uh, the question that I asked to you, Daniel, is why two socks, not a box of them? Why two socks and not a box of them? Why two socks and not a box of them? Okay. Why two socks specifically and not a box of socks? Um, mm-hmm. Well, this goes back to the the let me um, let me just find it real quick. Um, yes, this is from uh, Mark chapter twelve, verse forty four. Um, and here <laughs> here and this is this is a, a true situation for me. Is that um, me? I am currently, yep. I'm, mm. I am in this scenario. I'm at the place and I have, yes. I have this, this, this box of socks. And I also just yes. have these two socks, the two socks I'm wearing mm. on my feet. These are all the socks yes. that I have on. Um, mm. So, and I'm seeing all these people coming through. I'm seeing these men in their top hats and, and they're all walking in with their globs of money and they're all just, they're saying, oh, hey, I'll, I'll bring in my truckload of socks. And they're bringing in their, their big 18 wheelers, <laughs> just unloading uh, metric tons of socks all over the place. And it's just blam, blam, blam. And then they're loading it up and they're saying, look at how charitable I am. Ha, ha, ha. And then they, then they drive their 18 wheelers out because they, they don't have that much money. They still have to drive it themselves. <laughs> yeah, natural. And so I keep seeing all these people. These, the, they're, they're making a big deal out of all of these things that they're donating because they're donating so much. And it's really just all about making themselves feel better. And the thing about it is that this is a box of, of unopened socks that, that I could, that I could give. But the thing about it is, is that I, I instead opt to give the only two socks that I have on because that's just, that's all I have. That's all that, that I can really offer that is a part of me. This other box mm-hmm. of socks, well, this is just some, some big company's socks. These yeah. haven't been worn. These, 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 are not, these are not true to the being that I am. And so what I do to, to better understand the situation of, of these people that I'm donating my money to, I take off my shoes and I take off my socks and I walk barefoot over to the place and I say, listen, I want to know how you guys feel. How do you live every day? What is your situation like? And the only way I can really put themselves or put myself into their shoes is by giving them my socks. 
And so I go hmm. and I give everything that I have. And even though it's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to be yeah. painful for me, that's has no, it's nothing compared to what they go through. And since I am giving um, everything that I have, I've truly given more than the man who is giving uh, the big 18 wheelers of socks. When the Lord mm-hmm. looks down upon me, not that I'm and, – and keep in mind, in the scenario, I'm not gloating. In my explanation, I yeah. am gloating. But in the scenario, yes. I'm humble. I'm just like, yeah. look, yeah. I want to see what it's like to be like you guys, and I'm going to, mm-hmm. to let you guys – you know, I'm going to let somebody in here see what it's like to be me. I want to have that one-to-one connection or two-on-one. Mm-hmm. If there's like veterans in there that have <laughs> their legs blown off. And so I can just get yeah. like, like um, just one on each. Veteran. Yeah. Or victims of Jigsaw who have had to cut off a foot for a I very already reason. said veterans. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird combination to be like, okay, no, those are all the same. And all war is just we've sent thousands and thousands of people up against Jigsaw in his various traps, and that's how every war has ever been. <laughs> that's why they call it war games. You want to play a game? Yeah, and it's Jigsaw. It's just war. So either way, either way, (laughs) there's a true connection. There's a true connection that happens there. Somebody else is going to feel more connected to me. I'm going to feel more connected to them. I'm going to know what it's like. And because I'm not just giving a big box and I'm actually, I'm doing the barefoot and I've given them something that I, I held closer to myself. That's, I have now invested a real part of me. And so I'm a lot more yep. likely to keep coming back to this place and keep donating all the things I have around. You can't just buying a box. You, you can't just donate. Yeah, if, if I was to just buy a box of socks that I've never worn and I donated, that would be, I promise you, that's the only time I would have ever done it. <laughs> but yeah, but if I'm just like given my stuff, like especially stuff that I'm currently doing, like I'm just wearing and I have, it's like, okay, I'm going to remember this. This is a thing that's going to stick with me. And I and I will and I will then uh, keep coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that's a that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> do it, is this funny enough? You know what? It's a good thing. So it's funny enough because of that. Uh, this episode, of course, is sponsored by Bombus. Uh, Bombus is a uh, sock charity that donates socks uh, to people who need them. So make sure you go do that. We are sponsored by Bombus. We're not, but it's funny to act like we are real? because they're a charity. Yeah. Now, I, I Googled sock charity, number one result. So they're probably doing pretty well. Bomba socks. Oh, bomb ass socks. Bombas. I get it. Oh, I, mm, you know what? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. And so, so it's ultimately, it, it means if you're donating your own socks, you're forming the connection. Uh, you are, you're more likely to continue to actually donate socks because you're more personally invested, literally and emotionally, which means over the course of like your life, you're going to donate more than the contents of a box of socks or a tractor trailer <laughs> full like these rich dudes do. So it's it's ultimately you're even actually giving more if you give just two socks. That's right. Than a box. And I'm happy to hear it. <laughs> and, and you're also spending time with these people. And time is certainly more valuable than a box of socks. Socks are cheap as shit. Socks are very inexpensive. Well, my socks are pretty cool. Like I really like my socks, and I lose my socks often. So if I'm giving a pair of my socks, then that's that's a big deal for me. 
I'm also just yeah. incredibly selfish. So, it's, so that's so so it's it's even it's worth even more now, if Drew, you factor that in. Here's a, here's a question. Yes, you mm-hmm. are you are you're you're pretty new to the scene. Okay, you haven't been around for a while. You've probably done okay. a little bit of the independent circuit. Um, you you might have wrestled overseas in Japan or or you know whatever other seas you want to wrestle over. I don't. You know, that's not up to me. And ultimately, yeah. as a fan watching, I don't really care about that because you're here and you're and you're trying to to really come up. Um, yeah. And so a lot of people, um, when when they're when they're just coming through a way to make them a really mm-hmm. big deal um, when they're coming yeah. up on the scene of WWE or WCW or any of those kinds of things is by having a, a manager. Like, if you're not very good on the mic, they can work Mm -hmm. the mic for you. They can talk you up. They can make you seem like the badass nobody knows you are. So with that Mm -hmm. in mind, why skinny jeans, not mean Gene Okerlund? Yeah. Uh, This question is from friend of the show, Paul Smith. Thank you, Paul. This one is from... Fuck. <laughs> Never mind. Garrett, carry on. Um, the, the thing. So it's, I get that, you know, people in the wrestling forums and the, you know, longtime diehard fans of wrestling, they're going to, there's a lot of gravitas. There's a lot of impact that having uh, Mean Gene Oakland as my manager is going to give me. And that's not just on TNA impact. Here's the thing though. <laughs> Ultimately, a lot of these, a lot of these, a lot of these armchair uh, wrestling critics, a lot of these people that are going to, you know, they are going to make or break my career. Hey, that's one thing. And I can cater to them and I can be, you know, this wrestling fans wrestler. And that can be my gimmick. That's not me. You know, maybe that works for other people trying to break into the industry. But for me, Drew, host of this podcast, that is not a thing that's going to work for me. That's not my natural, you know, fit. I'm just not yeah. that guy. What, it, what does work and what does fit me are skinny jeans. <laughs> I look good in them. They accentuate my long legs pretty well, and they accessorize with the other clothes that I wear, and they make me – and I dress pretty well. Those are going to be more true to who I am, more true to what I bring to the table, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to go over better than me trying to be someone that I'm not, me trying to fit this mold other people want for me rather than the one that I can carve for myself. And ultimately, I'm going to last a bit longer as a character if I'm playing something that's more true to who I am than if I'm trying to fit this archetype that fits someone else. Now, now are you, and I don't, I don't want to assume, but are you uh-huh. saying that Mean Gene Okerlund could yeah. not find a way to talk you up. Like he's one of the best managers that wrestling has ever had. And now here's the thing. And now, actually, Mean Gene, I, 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 I think that he actually isn't a manager. Now my brain is telling me Mean Gene Okerlund. I'm pretty sure was just a uh, uh, a um, announcer and commentator and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He except did, like, this time up. though, he isn't. Yeah. And here's the thing. So it's not to not to discredit Mr. Eugene Arthur Oakland. You know, long storied career has done untold good for the industry, mm-hmm. good for the company. And and Gene Oakland, mean Gene <laughs> Mean Gene Oakland <laughs> has got 
he's got an impeccable speaking voice. He's got a good flow on the microphone. But he but there's one thing that he can't do that skinny jeans do. If there's if I'm if I've got uh if I have got AJ Styles in the ring and he's just said to the crowd, hey, I'm accepting any challenger with the company or not, whether or not we've even heard or seen them before, I'll take anyone who wants to fight me. And, I, and let's say hypothetically, I have me and Gene Oakland announce me. I come out, he announces who I am, and then I go, hey, that's that's impactful. That's a big thing. And I'm not just talking about TNA impact. And now, <laughs> however, like that, that that's, a, that's a powerful moment for him to speak on my behalf that way. Match. But if I really want to make a statement, mm-hmm. fewer things make as big of a statement as a form-fitting pair of skinny jeans. And I come out there, I'm looking good, I'm probably walking down, and like that's my whole vibe, and then I fight AJ Styles. Like, sure, <laughs> it's, it's if I if I win or lose that match. If I lose, it looks like, oh, they tried to they tried too hard to push him over. I get like a Roman Reigns situation. Oh, they put Mean Gene on him. Oh, they wanted him to succeed. They wanted to just have him already be over. That's too forced. If I do good or bad but if i just make a good show of it and i was wearing skinny jeans the whole time like oh hey sure he got beat up by this guy whose job it is to be a wrestler and also is physically fit at all mm-hmm. however it was wearing skinny jeans maybe if he was in something else we don't know we don't know how well he would have performed and so i'm all, people are talking about me I'm, I'm more interesting i invite more discussion than if i'm just i'm really piggybacking on mean gene okerlund's career i'm not forming my own thing yeah and i and i'll say this there was um in in nxt um there was a woman who was introduced just as blue pants. And so like, yeah, and even if you're thing. just introduced, like not even by mean Jean, but if you're coming out in skinny yeah. jeans and you have like no title card saying your name or yeah. any of those things, yeah. like, I think I've only ever seen like one other wrestler that did skinny jeans. And yeah, I, I can't exactly. think of who it, Dean Ambrose maybe, but he's he's a loose maybe. cannon, and you don't look like a loose cannon, and I don't think you no, would I'm do a, the character well of a loose cannon. Or or even if I did, because of the way I dress, otherwise I dress, you know, really kind of really kind of well, really kind of clean cut. If I was a loose cannon character, that would stand out because Dean Ambrose looks like a oh, loose yeah, cannon. Oh yeah, yeah. So if you're coming is, out there in your skinny if, jeans and and like your your shoes that complement your shirt very well. And and and, yeah. and you look nice and cozy for the winter, and you come out there, and then you start eating the ring. People are, people are gonna go, like, oh god, what, what is this? This yeah. is an interesting yeah. character. But you know, if you yeah. have Mean Gene Ogerlin just saying, now coming to the ring, Andrew Allen Turner. Like they won't even know that that's supposed to be a thing I'm attached to because he's announced so many other wrestlers. Yeah, like, and, it's, and like it's not even. Yeah, and I don't think you were born anywhere cool. No, I was born in Atlanta. Like, no, no, Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, like, because I wasn't born in like the capital of of where I was. This is where the hospital was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So, and that's the thing is, uh, is uh, uh, as Ludacris said, Atlanta, home of the ladies with the really tight skirts and the fellows with the really skinny jeans. Uh, One of those wasn't said about Ludacris. I'm not going to say which one. (laughs) <laughs> but it is it is cohesive to my character and my background again to be the skinny. Kid. All right, that makes sense. Um, and if Mean Gene Okerlund uh, is listening to this podcast, you're still alive, right? Don't it? He, yeah, yeah he is. Uh, do not interrupt. Yeah, I'm sorry. I said that you were a, a manager. You're an announcer, and 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 there's a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> Huge night and day. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, while we're on this wrestling vent, uh, I am going to, uh, this question, this next question is, uh, from Linton Lee's friend of the show, Lenny Lee's. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, th- and this is, uh, this is also, hmm, okay. This is a, you are, you're, you're, you're considering the footwear, um, you want to use and you, you want to, this is, you're really trying to make a statement with your clothing and with your, with your choice of mm-hmm. dress. Um, and really want to, you know, stand out. Comfort's not exactly a concern because it's more important to look good than feel good in this situation. And so with that in mind, uh, Lenny's question, Daniel, is why high heels, not low baby faces? Um, I, here, here's a, 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 a tidbit about me. I, mm-hmm. I grew up homeschooled in a house with three older brothers. I, mm-hmm. I didn't get a lot of opportunities to learn um, re- more or less regular human <laughs> behaviors. I, I've always okay. been, I'm not very empathetic. Um, mm-hmm. I have a very hard time seeing when a thing is bad, when it doesn't happen to me. Yep. I, mm-hmm. I've always been, and I guess the best way to say it is I come from a family of edgelords of, of okay. just, Hey, okay. That sucks but that that doesn't affect me directly so i don't really yeah First, i don't give yeah, a shit yeah. about it until it affects me directly so i've yeah. always kind of had a i can relate to that so when i'm seeing like heels uh, in wrestling very mm-hmm. self obsessed and very yeah. and doing things in in a in a in a very uh internally focused manner i i go yeah that's the guy i like um, that's the guy I can yeah. relate to. I've never liked baby faces. So if, if I'm going to be dressing up as anything, I don't want to be a baby face. Um, also yeah. in wrestling, there's just actual, um, there's, there's terms for cards. I don't know if you know this, um, but yeah. there, there's high card and mid card <laughs> and low card. It's just actual yeah. wrestling terms yeah. for, for the magnitude at, at the popularity level of those wrestlers. So I don't know if you're familiar <laughs> with some of the high heels, but um, you get, you get people like Chris Jericho and you get like, you get some cool motherfuckers up there. Like yeah. you, like all of NWO, <laughs> you get like, yeah. you get some cool, some cool, like shit dudes in there. Mm-hmm. A low baby face would be like, God damn, who would that even be? Like, who is a low yeah. baby face? I guess, I guess going back to the idea of, of somebody calling out a challenger. And then, like, yeah. some nobody enters the ring. That person would be a low baby face. Because not only are they a jobber, like a jobber, but they're also coming out yeah. to a challenge. As as Because people who come out to challenges are usually going to be your good guys. They're going to be like, they're, yeah, you yeah. know what? I'm always up for a challenge. I'm going to do this. And 100%. your job is to job. <laughs> you just, like, you go yeah. in there just so that the heel can just fuck you up. <laughs> why would anybody want to be a baby face much less a low baby face like bottom, bottom of the of card, the card yeah, bottom of the- is you're fucking this is wrestlemania and then there's the pre-show and then you you had a match like 20 minutes just to make sure the ring wouldn't collapse before the pre-show that's what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're up to at this point fucking like 
hornswoggle <laughs> shit. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not on that. So I'm not, yeah, fucking make me, make me goddamn Kevin Owens, who also wears really <laughs> tall boots. So this is, so, and this is the easiest question I've probably ever had to answer because of my wrestling knowledge and also just I hate faces so much. They just, they just such an easy decision. There are bad heels though. Don't get me wrong, uh, but and but yeah. my favorite thing is when a baby face turns heel because they always make good heels no matter what. Oh, I like yeah, my bad guys. Time. I just always have liked my bad guys, except for of course in the cases They're of good. like uh, of Tyson Kid and Goku, and it's for the same reason that they are both um, autistic. <laughs> um, in that, that Goku is autistic for fighting, and so he's a good guy only in the sense that a bad guy is very strong. I can fight him because yeah. he's so strong, and Tyson Kidd is just, ah, yeah. oh, wrestling. I know how that works. I know how to do that. I'm autistic for wrestling. And so when he's a face, but even then, he was a great heel, too. Tyson Kidd's just the best. Bring him back. Yeah. Fuck Hornswoggle. Yeah. Uh. Uh, if our if any of our listeners would like to hear more about wrestling, uh, one of our episodes was about that. Uh, our previous one, I'm scrolling through to find it. I do not know where it is. Uh, I think it's episode seven. It actually features uh, friends of ours, including the person who asked this question, Lenny Lee's, and uh, of their podcast, Broken Table Commentary. So if you want more wrestling, we have a whole hour and 17 minutes, fuck, of it. <laughs> In addition to it being like a third of this episode. Oh, yeah, it really has been quite a lot of uh, wrestling at the moment. Um, Drew, my question bit. for you, it, yeah. it's a pretty easy one. Um, okay. So let's just say that you are you are at a beach with, with your loved okay. one. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, you're... You're you're hanging out in the sand. You're drinking your fancy drinks, and and the, the ice is melting just as you're drinking them because it's just so it's 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 warm and toasty, but it still feels good. You guys are falling in love, and there's a, a steel drum playing in the background, um, and it's just Ooh. everything just sounds just sounds really really nice. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and everything right. is everything's good and and you guys you know you got there fast <laughs> you're gonna take it slow because that's where you want to go uh-huh. so why mm-hmm. kimonos and not way down in kokomo mm-hmm. um uh this question is from a friend of the show chris thompson thank you chris has uh, he ever asked questions before no this is his first Okay, well, very nice to have you, Chris. I liked this question. Yeah. Um, Here's the thing, man. If I am, if I'm truly, uh, if I am truly, like, falling in love with this person, um, and, and like, they're, you know, like, this moment is where I'm learning they're the one for me. Uh, If they're talking about some Beach Boys bullshit, they are not the one for me at all. That is not a song I like, not a band I give a fuck about. Not a vibe I'm really with. Uh, kimonos <laughs> are silk dresses. They're also a very, uh, very iconic enemy group from uh, the second generation of Pokemon games. Both of those are way more my speed than fucking Beach Boys. And so if it's like, oh, hey, you know, 
Uh, I mean, get, don't get me wrong. You know, she's a pretty mama. We're hanging out. Good old time. Um, and as soon as she starts, uh, like, we're, you know, we're chilling. And, like, the moment's perfect. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the tide's coming in, the sun's setting. And then she just starts humming the Beach Boys. I'm going to look at her and be like, what the fuck? This is what? <laughs> we were, it's the nice, there was the sound of the seagulls, the ice falling down. Uh, it's, we were chilling. And now you're going to bring up Beach Boys. Not a, not a thing I care about, like, even a little bit. And that means you're clearly, like, in your 50s. So why did I not notice that before? <laughs> Like that's a whole other whole other vibe I got to deal with because one, either you've vastly lied to me about your age, mm. or I have not been able to tell. In which case, I'm dating Mystique in this situation, <laughs> and she's been around since the '50s, listening to the Beach Boys. It's just not my vibe. I would rather I would rather her play the music that plays when you fight the Komodo girls in Pokemon Gold than <laughs> sing about the Beach Boys at all, even for like a second. <laughs> Easy as hell. Well, now, hold on. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) I'm looking forward to this one. I'm looking forward to it. Make me reconsider shutting down this monster that comes to me about the Beach Boys Um, for any amount of time. Never mind. Yeah, the Beach Boys, they made their debut in in 1961. Yeah. 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 Not my vibe. Not my vibe. (laughs) One single half of a bit. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't even feel bad. They're like, "Oh, you guys have such a good time, don't you?" Like, want to know uh, what could have been? What could have been is, if anything, more Beach Boy shit, and that's the only song I can barely handle. Now, now wait easy. a minute, hold on. Okay, now I all right. I know that you don't want to go down to Kokomo, mm-hmm. but and and I get it. I get mm-hmm. that. More than I get anything else, really. <laughs> um, 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 but what about if she was to instead want to go down to, uh, down to Kokomo? She, 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 she instead suggests a place way up north where the air gets cold. Um, to see the little Saint Nick, would that, would that be a little bit better? <laughs> like, It'd be a little bit better because that at least insinuates I'm going to get some kind of gift because it's Christmas. But it's not better because me and her now have a better connection. I still know that's Beach Boys. She hasn't <laughs> fooled me. And now I believe that she's going to try to fool me. So yeah, sure, I'm going to open this gift. I mean, looking at it weird because I don't trust this. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was a kid at the time when I would see the Turner Classic album come out with the Beach Boys, little Saint Nick, fucking bullshit. <laughs> I know I know about the Beach Boys and their tricks. I know they try to make me think I like their music, and I do not. You know what my favorite thing about the Beach Boys song "Little Saint Nick" is? Is that the first I verse? Don't. The first verse is well, way up north where the air gets cold. There's a tale about Christmas that you've all been told. Like they literally <laughs> are just. They're <laughs> the first thing they guys know what this in is. their verse is just, hey guys, you can just go ahead and turn this off right now. And I do. Are, I do every time. Well, way up sing. north where the air gets cold. Bye-bye. <laughs> go on and get. Um <laughs> Uh, and this is one of the few times that me and Drew um, in our in our entire lives have ever had to disagree because I actually I like the Beach Boys, I like Kokomo, <laughs> and I like Little Saint Nick. 
If this was my question, I would have had a hard time. Also because I was at a Japanese wedding and I had to wear a kimono. That shit's confusing. Mm -hmm. There are holes in all the (laughs) sleeves. And also underneath the kimono, if you're going real fancy with it, you have to wear just like an under kimono, which also has the same Mm -hmm. holes in it. So if you miss the holes for the sleeves on your under kimono, but not your other kimono, you're still wearing it wrong. And then you have to wear a rope belt. And it's just a bunch of stupid shit. Yeah. Like, wait, 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 here's the thing. So if I do actually like the song God Only Knows by the Beach Boys, um, that is mostly due to Bioshock Infinite where they had a barbershop quartet do it. It actually hints at a lot of the larger narrative themes of that game. But if she's singing God Only Knows, that's a weird that's fucking weird non-body song. That's have them singing to yeah. you at, at, at your romantic beach trip. Yeah. Yeah, like that's gonna throw me off. And again, it's just not my vibe. There's no, there's no time where I would be in a physical level of comfort and an emotional state where she could sing a Beach Boys song to me that's gonna resonate. Like if I'm in the mood for God only knows, it's not a romantic situation at all. It's it's weird. Unless she's singing the one from uh, Ella Enchanted. <laughs> Fair. The, the little God only knows you love her. That's not the song at all. No, it's not. It is not. Ask me something. Uh, Daniel, uh, this one, this next question is from friend of the show, me. Thank you, me. Um, The context I want to give you for this one is uh, you are you are trying you're trying to dress up. You're trying to you're trying to make a make a show of yourself because you're going to a a fancy event Mm -hmm. and you want to stand out with you want to look real. Now hold on, I I Um, have to. I'm trying to think. Is that how you've okay. started every question you've asked me? <laughs> I, I hope think so. It's been uh, very, very similar. Like I get it, but okay. So, so uh, to reiterate, yeah. this is a situation where I'm trying to make an impression. <laughs> You're trying to make an impression oh with God. your dress. Uh, this episode is fashion. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> uh, and with that in mind, like you've got, you've got, you've got your dress shirt, you've got that picked out, you've got your suit mm-hmm. jacket, your pants, socks, your cufflinks all decided on. I got your hair all styled, you got your shoes all set, and now it comes down to the thing that's going to tie it all together, and it's a tie. Mm. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, with that in mind, Daniel, uh, the the question I have for you, and, and this again, it comes down to uh, you're deciding on your on your tie choice. Okay. Why? Why? Angel hair and not a bow tie. Angel hair. Angel angel hair. And, and not a not a bow tie. Uh, uh, they're both uh, both types of pasta, which makes the uh, the joke. Uh, angel hair tie. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they okay. A, it's again an angel hair. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into okay, I get it. This yeah. is it. Um, yeah. um <laughs> Okay. Well <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen Little Rascals or 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 Pee Wee Herman's Great Adventure and or any any movie with like essentially just the dumbest fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. But there's a common thread, and I mean that <laughs> in a real way. There's a common thread among just dumb idiots in 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 movies and in dress and it is the bow tie when you see a bow tie the first thing you think of is ah this is either a child or a full-grown man who acts like a child (laughs) i like i've been to proms 
and I've seen bow ties, and those yeah. people act a donkey on the dance floor. <laughs> I, I don't think I have ever seen a bow tie ever used in a way that wasn't just, oh, this is the stupidest person <laughs> or thing that I'm about to see this happen. It's, it's okay, do I want to see this child's hair get an erection? Throw a bow tie on him. Do I want to see this man scream at a couch, talk to a son? You know, you know that's, you know, Pee Wee, does he not? He has a talking couch and doesn't oh, the son God. talk to or whatever? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I lost sorry, the reference yeah. there for a bit and I was like, yeah, whoa. So okay. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I'm, if I'm trying to be taken seriously, I'm not going to go up to the podium in my lime green bow tie that spins in a circle on its own and goes, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not about to go up to the podium with my stack of papers. And as I tap them to get them in order, they start sliding out of my hands all over the ground. And I lean down to pick it up and I hit my head on the podium. And then when I lift my head up after holding my head going, Oh, I bonk my head on the microphone that's being held by the podium. So everyone in the audience just uses, <laughs> and then I stumble and I slip in my suede shoes on one of my pieces of paper and I fall backwards and roll down the stairs and I accidentally trip the ambassador of England. Like, no, I'm not going to wear no goddamn bow tie. Okay. Okay. But how, how about this then? As an added thing, it's you want to, you want to look nice, but you also need to be able to, to relate to people. You need to seem like you're not too much nicer than them where they can't relate to you. And the option you chose is the hair of an angel to tie your shirt together. Okay. So why well, that? And not the hair of an angel and, or just going yeah. with the noodles. If we're going, if uh, either one, <laughs> either one, yeah. it is a, it is a thinner piece of neckwear. And, um, a thing about, the thin neckwear. Just give me one second. Oh, I would love to. I got this. Um, <laughs> oh gosh. What do you call them? The it's, it's what sheriffs used to wear back in the old bolo West. Tie. The what? It is a bolo yeah. Tie. The bolo ties. Now yeah, yeah. nothing, nothing is more humble and relatable than a sheriff <laughs> who just wants the best for his town. I'm going up there I, I don't even have to wear the hat. I got the bolo tie. It's either with angel hair or it's either with not, but I just got the two strings coming off mm -hmm. and they're dangling. And I just sit there and I just, I, I have only one piece of paper cause I'm a sheriff this time. And I just, mm -hmm. I tap it, but it's loud enough. The one piece of paper is loud enough to go. T -t 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 -t. I say, thank you all for coming today. And then just people are instantly hooked because they know that I'm just a man's man. I want the best for this town. I want the best for the people in this town. These are my people. I'm here to protect them. I'm not here to bonk my head and trip the ambassador. I'm here to try to make some real changes to, to me and mine. You know? And then... And then, and then even with the because because you referenced uh, Little Rascals and Pee Wee Herman, even going with the world of fiction, nothing I feel like nothing's more appropriate for a sheriff in a one assumes spaghetti western than an <laughs> angel hair bolo tie. God damn it! <laughs> the fuck's up? The, bitch? the fuck is up? <laughs> Jesus, Dicky Doos. Oh man. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. I think that um, 
be it a good idea or not, I'm going to ask one more question because we only have one person that hasn't been hit from the list yet. And so I got to figure out which one I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? I actually, oh, I think I really like that one. <laughs> um, I'm excited. Um, so here's the context, Drew. Uh-huh. Um, have I, have we done this one before? I don't think so. I feel like oh, I'm having deja vu and it's pissing me off. Okay. <laughs> so you are in a war zone. Um, okay. You're in a war zone and you're running and you're frazzled and just you're, you're, you're with your, your merry, your merry band. We, we got a lot, a lot of, a lot of like going back to the veterans kind of deal. Let's just, you know, toss some, some, uh, some visuals to it. Um, you're in a war yeah. zone and you're running. Yes. People are flying. Bullets are dying. It's shit is getting bad. You can <laughs> and, agreed. Yes. And, and then all of a sudden, there's a grenade and it lands right next to you and your kin, <laughs> and and that thing just it just explodes right out. It just really it really goes. And then and then you were mm-hmm. you are deafened. And and as as you're hearing is coming back, there's only one thing that's really jamming. That's really jamming. Mm-hmm. It's all you can hear. So with that question, I ask, why ear rings, not ear chimes? <laughs> that is the weirdest context I could have ever imagined for that question. Um, you know, um, I didn't want to do just because, you know, uh, going with the regular context of just earrings and ear chimes, there are some earrings that just kind of are. It wouldn't have been yeah, far yeah. enough off from the thing. So yes, I decided to make it far enough off. It's my, my ears. It's why are my ears ringing, basically, and not, and not, and not chiming. Yeah. I, I haven't turned on the notification settings on my ears. <laughs> Uh, for them to make the time, uh, like it's uh, it's uh, and here's the thing: it's it's I, I told the grenade to just shoot me a text, but the grenade likes the 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 immediacy of a phone call, so it likes to call my ears and they yeah, ring and a little it bit. Knows you're like, busy. You're it, with it, your kin. And of course, that's why. Of course, that's why this grenade calls me. It's like, oh, hello, it's the grenade, and I, I tried to ignore the call, but then just another one got thrown there. You know how wars be. Uh, so. And so it's eventually, I gotta, I gotta, it's just gonna keep bothering me. It's not gonna send me a text or leave me a voicemail so I get the chime to know that, okay, I can deal with this later. I have to deal with this grenade right now because <laughs> it, it has no context for what I'm doing in my life. Like, I don't have things to do, like not die, go to a grenade. And so it's, that's ultimately, it, it's, it's, if I had the choice, if I, if I actually in this situation would have been able to make a decision, then yeah, I would have gone with chimes. But I don't. That's the way grenades work. That's the way phone calls from people work is you got to deal with it right stat now because it's here. But here, and here's another thing. If it's ringing, you have a chance to pick up. Yeah. Um, if it just chimes once, like you get that. It's like, oh, hey, here's the message. <laughs> and in yeah. grenade form, I feel like that's just <laughs> death. Here's the thing. If it's like a shrapnel grenade and it's just shooting you like a bunch of texts because it wrote like three pages <laughs> and so they're all coming in at once, that'd be a bad deal. There's just yes. one really this this grenade cooked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's, yeah it's, I cooked and and, and again, it's it's bad to be hit by all that shrapnel. It's also bad to receive that many text messages from a grenade. <laughs> if a grenade if a grenade sending me that many, like I, I fucked up. 
I have I have missed out on a date with this grenade I was supposed to show up to. I pissed off its parents whenever I met them. Something bad happened with me and this grenade, and I, it's it's worse yeah, for you, sure. You and that grenade didn't <laughs> you didn't? <laughs> yeah, I fucked up something, and, and it's and you know a grenade's never just gonna tell me what I did. A grenade's it's gonna be like you should know. Yeah, it. <laughs> you should know what I am blowing up right now. They, you should you should already I should blowing my phone why. up. <laughs> goddamn grenade yeah that's good this is gonna be the artwork for the episode it's gonna be like a miscall grenade uh, <laughs> uh, of course my ringtone for it is grenade from bruno mars oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, because you know i do love her yeah um, <laughs> i catch a grenade for you but i won't do that <laughs> <laughs> I love Bruno Mars. Yeah, Bruno, yeah, he's he's literally incredible. Uh shout out this episode is sponsored by Bruno <laughs> Mars. Bruno um, Mars and Bomb Ass Socks. Bomb Ass Socks. Uh, be sure to uh for our listeners, you have an exclusive subscription to Bruno Mars uh <laughs> for just eighty hundred dollars a eighty hundred. I'm already done with that joke. I'm tapping All out. All right, cool. Ask me another question so I can get you with the with the send-off. Oh yeah! All right. So the last one I'm gonna do. Throw it! Throw it! Throw it! Throw it! Man, this is one of my favorite ones we have been no, asked. I know. I, I can like... legitimately just keep doing this one for like two hours, but I know we need to cut off. And I'm also excited for how many of these are gonna get thrown in the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So this is uh, this last one I'm gonna do. Let me just make sure I wouldn't rather do one of mine. I wouldn't. I really like this one. Um, this question is from again. It's from friend of the show, Lenny Lee's. Thank you, Lenny. Um, this one, Daniel. You have. Uh, you're in an '80s movie, uh-huh. a uh, like a Saint Elmo's Fire, like one of those classic teen romantic comedy type situations. She's the girl, like one of those. You're in one of those. Yes, yeah, she's um, she's the girl. Yeah. Okay. Have you not seen She's the Girl? I don't know. Do you know, you know the I don't. I've, I've never watched a single romantic comedy, so I'm excited to, to do this one. Oh, as uh, 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 I'm, I have totally gotten that film wrong. Uh, it is not. There is not a movie called that. Um, anyway, you're in the '80s movie, and and you, uh, and and you have spotted the girl. You know, she's the nerdy girl. She doesn't quite gel with what society thinks is pretty, but. Deep down, you know, there's something about her, and you know, if you could just if you could help her realize her own inner beauty, then the rest of the world would see mm-hmm. it. Um, and so, with that in mind, Daniel, um, why uh, kiss and make up, right. and not kiss and make over? Okay, and I'm I'm trying to. <laughs> It's you've said something untoward, you know, you're just being a typical 80s yeah. boy and you just said something and it hurt her feelings, but you also, it's, you got to end up with her by the end of this movie. And so why would you kiss and make up with this girl and not kiss and make over? Um, well, here's the thing, uh, the, the kiss and make over, uh, 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 storyline, um, has already mm-hmm. been done in, in what I think is the best way. It's, um, and I think it might've been not another teen movie. It is yes, not another it is. teen movie where the guy places the bet that he can make this girl very popular. So that one is a kiss and mm-hmm. makeover. Um, yeah. and, and so that that's already been done and I've seen it done in both a way that is endearing. Cause it actually, you know, the, the movie's not a bad movie. It's a, it's a pretty good one. And, mm-hmm. 
but but I'm gonna. She's all that. Yeah, she's all that's that the, is also I I think that, another one. That, that's that's the real one that uh that not another teen movie is parodying in that one. Yes, and, that's, that's, and so if yeah. I'm going to be if I'm going to be uh kissing this girl and and trying to to um, atone for a wrongdoing that I've done. Mm-hmm. I feel like the wrong way to go about doing that is to go up to her and kiss her and say, I'm going to make you look real different. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, like I've already fucked up somewhere. Like, yeah. I don't know. I guess she found out that I was trying to make her popular and that, I took the bed because yeah. she's ugly as shit. And so yeah. I go up to her and I say, look, I'm sorry about what I said. Mm-hmm. Let me fix you. <laughs> allow me allow me to do this and and mm-hmm. and so you know in a regular setting that girl would go what the hell are you doing what is this and i would go oh hey um whoops and then you know what i do i leave and come back five minutes later and say look babe i know i messed up here <laughs> Let me fix your face. Let me cover up your blemishes. Let me let me give you a, a, a nicer frame on your on your head. And then she'd say, get the fuck away from me. If you come back and you kiss me again, I'm telling you right now, I do not want you to kiss me again. The first time, yeah, I wanted you to kiss me, and I was hoping maybe you'd apologize. But you didn't. The second time yeah. I thought, okay, maybe. But this time I'm telling you, if you kiss me again – this is going to be a problem. I'm going to go to somebody and I'm going to tell them about this. And you say, wow, I've really fucked up. Yeah, just get, it, just, it just gets worse and worse. For I you. have, I have some, some, some nice foundation that could fix <laughs> your shit jawline. Let me <laughs> fix the crevices of your pores and, and your, your vast assortment of facial disfigurements. <laughs> and she's like, I'm, I'm going to the counselor. I'm going to the principal. I'm going to talk to someone. And then, and then the police come to me and they say, Hey, listen, these are some serious allegations. You have really, really fucked up. And I go, Oh no, I really fucked up. Mwah. Officer, let me do something about your bald head and your mean demeanor. We can fix your, we can fix your, your your cheek, give you some dimples, make it look like you're a little happier. And he'll say, "What? Did you really just kiss me? Put put your hands behind your back and get on the ground." And he's, "I'm taking you away." And I'm like, "Oh, like on a romantic date?" He's like, "No, to jail. You just assaulted an officer sexually." And, and I'd say, "Oh, officer!" And I I inchworm myself up off the ground. And I'd say, mmm, officer, look, that hat that you've been wearing has left a couple of, uh, of, of smudges on your forehead because of all the sweat. Let me just apply a, a quick facial scrub. A nice concealer, look, that. A nice concealer so you don't look like such a grumpy pants, Mr. Officer. And he says, fuck you. And he tases me, and I'm on the ground writhing as I'm as I'm trying to hold up my blemish kit to his face with a little mirror. No, I'm, I'm going to go to that girl, and I'm going to kiss her, and I'm going to say, I'm sorry. I like you for how you are. 
<laughs> Way easier. Much less downside. Because it's the other one ends up, it's like you're eventually you're face down, you've been tased an untold amount of times, and then like you were going to jail, and then your face your face is in the dirt, and you're like, oh no, I really fucked up this time, and you kiss the dirt, and you're like, look, ground earth we gotta do something i've got some earth tones that look real nice some nice earth real, tones to yeah, cover yeah. up some of those cracks that have been forming and, and also near some, those volcanoes on your face, face. <laughs> also to help cover up some of just the blood and spit from me that is now on you due to the numerous tasings and the couple times i was shot just with a gun it's <laughs> Let's go ahead and fix that right on up. Yeah, no. And it's then just you a- die and you go to the pearly gates. And Peter says, look, I can't let you in. He's like, oh, I must have made a big mistake. And you swim up to God. <laughs> look, God, let me just put a little bit of foundation and some concealer on those disgusting, dirty humans that you created. And, and then you just get our unmade. <laughs> And then you, you get cease to be. You, yeah, just, it cuts back to off. Earth, and the girl is in her room crying. And then she looks up and she says, "What am I sad about?" And then she yeah, looks you at a picture of you that she had on her phone, and it's and just it whatever was behind you, and you're and not you there. So you see, why do I have a picture of just a random bench? <laughs> what is this? What is going on? <laughs> Whereas if you would just apologize, <laughs> just apologize, and, and you un- cut out all of that. But because of what you did, you got unmade from reality, and now have not only not exist anymore, you have never existed. <laughs> never existed, <laughs> Drew. What was your question? <laughs> um, <laughs> see, who who? Uh, <laughs> Liddy said that again. It was why kissing. No, he didn't. That wasn't that wasn't real. <laughs> Drew, you, there was no question there. Lenny, who? <laughs> yeah, no, Lenny, yeah, we've just been talking. Just whoops. <laughs> we just have this, this a list of questions and nobody asked them. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is this episode about? Wrestling? I, I distinctly remember it being about Pretty wrestling. Sure this is wrestling. I a, but I have a tap open for, for She's All That. That's ours, Freddie Prince. He did some wrestling stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah he this actually is a did a little episode. bit of wrestling. Okay, well, wrestling is a good episode. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> um, it's a shame that, like, Jessel had to get off early. I feel like there we had another host, but now I just don't remember. Um, yeah, I know. Um, so, Drew, my question yeah. to set you up for, for yeah. next week is... Yes. Why Windex, not Wind Int? Hmm. The theme is going to be sanitation. Okay. We're just we're just sanitation. sanitation. Why Windex, like Wind Dexterity, and not Wind Int? <laughs> like wind, wind Intelligence. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so let's go find that Prax song we like to end on and let's shut this fucking episode down. What's the name of the one that we close out to? I Dipped in Folly. Oh, yeah. Uh, let well, me grab that shit. Yeah, I'm just going to play it now. Yeah, just yeah. from the beginning. You know, I'm throwing it at like a minute 42. <laughs> minute 42? Yeah. I'll try to time it. <laughs> Thanks to you guys for listening. We, yeah, no, appreciate we it. Were, we uh, were a lot more aggressive this episode. 
It was, this was a fun one though. I, I like the vibe of this one. Uh, uh, closing notes again, just, uh, make sure if you like the episode, like, share, subscribe, whatnot. Uh, our next episode, like I said, is going to be about sanitation. Yeah, Jesus we're going sanitation. Uh, is the next episode, so make sure you send us any any questions you want us to answer about sanitation, pertaining to sanitation. Or again, we do also periodically release Break the Banks that are any uh, any topic at all. Uh, so just send us in also any at any time. We'll go and get those into the bank. Oh, I want to say um, another thing in regards yeah. to Break the Banks, because I don't know yes. if some people are weird about having their name said on air, and you don't want us just saying your 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 full name oh, yeah just just send it in a message and say that you want it anonymous and we'll do that too we're yeah. flexible oh yeah more than more than happy to um we do also again want to give a big thanks to uh prax we'll have him linked in the in the uh description for the episode but he does our intro and outro music uh, he's been kind enough to do that so please go give him a check out if you like the intro and outro just some good stuff um but with that in mind uh as we as we always say <laughs> Bye. Nice. <laughs> Good episode overall. I'm very happy uh, with that one. There's some really solid yeah. jokes in there. Is it still recording? Being un- uh, currently. Okay. Oh, <laughs> nice.